mood.tv Hey everybody and welcome to White Wasabi. This is episode number three. Uh, with me, as always, is EJ5000. Uh, what's up? What's going on, EJ? Not much. So, as you may have heard in previous podcasts, we are going through SAO, or Sword Art Online, and both myself and EJ have no background in MMORPGs. So, today we brought in a ringer. Uh, Gregaman, why don't you uh, step up to the mic and say hello? What's going on, guys? Gregaman is going to be our resident expert on the video game aspect because we're both completely out of <laughs> touch with that. Um, so, today on White Wasabi, we're going to be going through episode three Red Nosed Reindeer. Uh, EJ, can you give us a, a breakdown? Absolutely. This is the uh, synopsis taken straight from Wikipedia, the Sword Art Online Wikipedia. The Red-Nosed Reindeer. After saving the moonlit Black Cat's Guild from a monster attack, their leader, Kaita, thanks Kirito and asks him to join their guild. Kirito accepts the invitation but hides the fact that he is level that his level is twice the average level of the guild. Kirito bonds with his new friends, especially Sachi, who confides in Kirito that she is afraid to die. Kirito assures her that he will protect her and they will be free one day. On June 12, 2023, while Kaita goes to buy a house for the guild, the other Black Cat members decide to earn some money by going to the upper floor dungeons. However, they become trapped in a room with higher level monsters. Unable to save them, Kirito watches that the Black Cats are killed including Sachi. When Kaita learns of his guild's demise and Kirito's high play playing level, he commits suicide. Kirito then receives... My goodness, guys. Kirito then receives a final <laughs> message from Sachi, telling Kirito not to blame himself for her death and live strong, which also includes a clip of Sachi humming a Christmas song. So there it is, The Red-Nosed Reindeer, episode number three. All right. So let's take it from the top here. Uh... We start off seeing Kirito apparently stepping in to save even more people right off the bat in the episode. We don't see it, but you know we're told right off the bat that he steps in to save more people. Um, so just as before, the, we see him being a good-hearted character who is legitimately concerned for others. Um, well, if I'm wrong, we start off and they're having... They're, it's like they're they're at a table drinking and having a good time, and yeah. Kirito has now gone even further right. into emo mode. <laughs> he has, but they're all celebrating the fact that he saved them. Uh, gotcha. We don't see him, you know, actually do that, but you're right. He's he's sitting there being all emo while everybody's raising a glass. Um, so, <laughs> of course, the the very first thing that these people do is exactly what he tells them not to do which is go up to a higher level and try and get get more gold for this this house that they've that they bought um 
which I I can't say as though I understand. Uh, Greg, is this is this a yeah. normal thing in these types of games? Especially because it, it's it's been out for kind of recent. Uh, so one of the things they've been doing a lot in a lot of these MMOs is actually having this home village area where everybody can kind of purchase a house for your guild or your clan or whatever it is, and just kind of. Uh, it's like you know you have extra storage space for the guild so like when they're always talking about how they they pool all their money together most times everybody collects their own money and there's a percentage you throw in there but you know it, it's, it's just a place where everybody in your guild kind of collects everything going on and you know i guess if you're living in the world it's a place where you're going to hang out and spend a lot of your time gotcha i i now, i was confused with now i know this is a show based off of an imaginary video game so the rules i'm um, probably going to be like Doctor Who. I know you guys don't watch or any other show where the rules fly whoa, into the wind. I, I do. Okay, well that'll be another podcast. Look for <laughs> Sensei Match and EJ tackle the Doctor Who. But I I was under the impression that the different levels couldn't be conquered until the previous level had been conquered from watching the first two episodes. And they were talking willy-nilly about going up to higher episodes. So did you guys think that they had somebody else had already conquered these other levels, or you're allowed to jump up to, say, level 100 whenever you feel like it? No, it's it's probably more of, um, like, they, they talk about the frontline battles and the, uh, the assault team, and it's like those are the guys who are literally pushing it up every level as they go. Um, and then they're the ones who pass back the information kind of to the lower-level guys of, hey, you have to be, like, a minimum of this level and have a group this big and these are the strategies and like it's just kind of like i wouldn't be able to play most of the wicked or uh most of the mmos i played without like the wikipedia around because you kind of have to have that information at your fingertips in order to like go through with the mission or uh have the, the strategy to beat the boss or whatever it is and that's kind of what the assault team is they go through and figure everything out right, so the assault team blazes the way for everybody else and then the the less uh, <clears throat> experienced and uh, leveled up players can then come up behind them. Um, that that makes sense. Um, now delving into a little bit more serious aspects of this uh, of this extremely extremely depressing episode. Um, these guys, it, it really. I watched it a couple of times. You know, because I, I was taking notes and preparing to to talk to you guys about it, and it got tougher each time. Um, it was it was not fun to watch this episode. Um, the scene where where they go up to the higher level to to get more uh, point or get more resources. <coughs> excuse me, and they get uh, they see this you know the door um, uh, the hidden door, and they go through it. And Kirito immediately says, "No, don't go yeah. in there. Don't ever rush <laughs> at the hidden door. Yeah, never, never run in blind." And nobody listens to him. Nobody bothers to. They all run in. And that scene, where I mean, I haven't played a lot of, you know, MMOs uh, at all. But just from playing Zelda, I know sometimes what's in that what's in that chest is good, and sometimes it's going to kill you. It, that's just kind of basic and you would think that people who were you know immersed in this world would be a little bit smarter about what they choose to open and what not to i guess it's kind of the case of the beginner just because uh i mean pretty regularly you get excited as you're going up and you find a new thing and i think it just kind of ties into the fact that they are you know 20 levels below 
Kirito at that point, even though they don't know it. And you know, you you're going through a dungeon. You guys think you're 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 totally badass, and then you get excited. You run at it, especially if you know it's something nobody's nobody's got it. It's everything's new for those guys. Gotcha, gotcha. But it just it didn't seem to make sense with the context of the rest of the episode, which we I agree with that. Because like, oh my goodness, Kirito's like. Hey guys, it's a bad idea. And they're like, it's a good idea, and he's like, no, nah, it's a bad idea. And they're like, we're gonna do it anyway. And then they're like, we're terrified. I don't know if you guys remember that's the cute little sleepover scene. Yeah. I think that was before the. Well, I had to be before the battle. Okay, so we have this uh, this wonderful yeah. sleepover between um, guys. You gotta help me here. Sachi. Sachi, <laughs> of course. Why can't I remember Sachi and Sachi. And yeah. so Sachi, he actually has to go find Sachi, who's like in some underground Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle sewer or some shit. <laughs> She's down there crying and like, leave me alone, I'm going to die. And he's like, you're not going to die. Come have a sleepover with me. They're in a video game world and they're teenagers and they're sleeping three feet away from each other in a bed. <laughs> and it's a Japanese cartoon, so I'm not buying any of that. And then... <laughs> And then she's talking about how she wants to die, basically. She, she's like, I, don't, I can't handle this anymore. You, you'd think that with all that clout, they wouldn't want to get some gold rubies. Or well, no, it was, it was they, they talk, she talked about wanting to die under the bridge, like the, the under the bridge troll kind of spot. Um, and they were, you know, that's where she basically said, like, I would commit suicide. Then, oh, no, if I, if I was really willing to do that, then I'd be out fighting. Um, and then when they're in bed is kind of when he's like, no, you're not going to die. He's like, I'm going to protect you. We're going to make it out of this game together. So he kind of gives her that that confidence to go out and fight. But it's like well, he sets up. Got, oh, sorry, Matt. Go ahead. I was, I was going to say, you got to think, you know, that that's starting to affect him because the amount of people that he's now told you're going to be OK and that have died is it's starting to pile yeah. up. It's yeah. it's starting to get a little ridiculous, and I think that's you know obviously that's why we see him going all emo, and he even goes to the point of saying, and uh, uh, at, at what point uh, <clears throat> Klein says to him, "You got to stop taking these stupid chances. You, you got to stop going out on your own and and doing these things. Come with us. We'll back you up." Um, and it, that's a little bit ahead in the episode, but it, it's it, it's kind of painting the picture that. He doesn't want others to die, so he's just removing himself from that situation altogether. Well, sort of. I mean, I agree. I, I think that, or, or rather, uh, uh, he wants to. Yeah, emotionally, but he can't help himself. Yeah, he's like, I'm not gonna. I, I don't want to get involved, so I'm gonna lie to you about my level. But then I'm gonna lie to you by letting you sleep on my bed and say you're gonna be okay. Like, it's it's really confusing, Kirito as a character, and I didn't ex- uh, as I think Matt match you mentioned in an episode before how the time between episodes is actually pretty great and so you kind of forgive the show for having the characters change so much or at least doing things that seem a little bit bit unreasonable for the characters because Kirito is 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 very unpredictable as a character right now like I get that he's like very self-tortured and sweet and he wants to do what's right but at the same time he he does things that don't make any sense to me Oh, I, I completely agree. And he also, uh, at one point, says that it's his arrogance that, that got him, or that got those people killed. It was his arrogance. And I don't know if this is a translation issue or what it is, because I don't I don't in any way see what he's doing as being arrogant. Uh, maybe I'm, you know, 
on my own there, but it just doesn't seem that way to me. Yeah, I was uh, I was confused too. Uh, I mean, there, I'm jumping around. So they have <laughs> this battle. They they go and everybody dies. There's a big point in here that we'll get to later that I need to ask you guys a great question. But then immediately afterwards, Kirito feels guilty, and he's like, "Oh, everybody died because well, I didn't tell them what my level was." You know, again, it's it's not immediate because they do the flashback where Kaida dies. Because that, you know, everything happens, and then they flash forward to kind of like Christmas time, which is when he's already crying and weeping and getting emo about it, and he's remembering everything and blaming himself, which is again completely unnecessary. It's absolutely not his fault from him telling them a not to go to the higher level dungeons, b don't go chasing into that chest. You know, there's nothing over he can and do. over. That's their fault. You know, there's nothing. And then yeah, so it's kind of it is it is definitely weird that flip. But when they flash forward, you know, everything had happened. And uh, it just like for him, I don't. Uh, yeah, it, he he puts it all on himself. Sorry, I lost my train of thought completely. No, I'm with you there because he definitely puts it on himself. But I don't know that it's arrogance that yeah. that is you know the, his fault there. If if he had told them that he was le- you know twice their level. Is he maybe thinking that they would have listened to him more, or or is it something else? Because they've already seen his skill; he's already saved them, you know, Countless at times. least once. Yeah, you know, and why why would it change what they thought of? They all already look up to him. Uh, in fact, that even when we first get into the episode, uh, Kaida keeps calling him sir, and he he has to say to him, "Look, I'm not your senior. I'm not." You know, you don't have to refer to me like that. Um, so yeah, if anything, how- having having a higher level, you'd think that'd be like, oh, we definitely should go into that room now that we wouldn't have went into. But actually, now I, we I know you're a higher level. I didn't think about the point that Matt brought up though, of like if he would have just told them like, hey guys, I'm level forty and I sh- I don't think we should go in there. You'd think that yeah, which that is would what you had said like, that like yeah, since was, they're all you know, noobs, yeah, they're all noobs. You know, they're excited for it. They you know they think as a group they can do it, but if he knows that they probably shouldn't do it and he's just being safe, but it's still like, that's the whole point. Like, don't, don't rush yourself into something that you're not really ready for. All right. Quick, uh, real quick. Why they're in that room. Initial reaction. When the first dude goes down and all those monsters just start hacking him (laughs) with, with, uh, with axes, gut reaction, EJ, you deserved it. (laughs) That was it. I was like, they are all dead. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, and my my gut reaction was, ooh, that that's gotta hurt. And, but then my my second was, wait a second, they're all in this locked room. They all get you know hacked to death, and I know Kirito's a, a, a much higher level, but we don't see him get out. I kind of wanted to see after everybody was dead. I wanted to see his raid. I wanted to see him just go berserk in there, and and we didn't get a chance to see that, which is unfortunate. I feel like they they have to be saving that, then they don't want to you know blow the load too early, they're... so to speak. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it's funny oh, that you wait, say sorry, that. You make that. Show. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's funny you make that point though, because I felt like this whole episode was that like. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, because the the episode's name is the what the red reindeer. The red reindeer. Oh no, okay. uh, yeah, the red nosed reindeer. 
the red-nosed reindeer. Okay, and not to jump too far ahead, but so after after this whole thing, and we get all emo, and Ichigo goes, or not Ichigo, I'm mixing up shows now. <laughs> oh my goodness. Kirito. Kirito, excuse me. <laughs> Kirito goes, and he talks to his spy who knows what's what about getting the, the gear on Christmas Day. And big surprise, who's the awesome boss fight? Well, it's not Rudolph, even though the red-nosed reindeer is the name of the episode. It's it, some... It's- Spoiler alert, there's no red-nosed reindeer on the whole <laughs> yes, episode. Yes, there is. You guys missed it. I must... I totally okay, well, missed it. <laughs> so, so the, what's the, what do they call him, though? They call him, like, uh, Saint Nicholas, Nicholas the Renegade. Yeah. Nicholas the Renegade. Okay, <laughs> which I thought... I was like, oh, man, that's so cool, because it's kind of got that, like, Soviet red vibe, you know? It was like, oh, cool. It's going to be, like, you know? It's going to be, like, this cool Russian Santa Claus. This is going to be an epic fight. Da, da. <laughs> Meh. Skip it. Just like just Skip. like the battle in the in the room. Yeah, it's that's a little weird. I don't understand why they're skipping them. I mean I thought you were gonna just gonna complain, complain about the boss, but the fact that yeah, there no, was no I thought, fight. It was Yeah, he was I mean I was cool with that. I mean, okay, he's already a Santa Claus. But it's an, you know, it's a, it's a holiday event. Badass. You know, holiday events in, in the the MMOs are always like random things and you get random prizes and you have to do random stuff. So I totally got that and I, I didn't know if you guys were gonna like that or not, just because he was crazy Santa Claus. But um yeah, that's that was really like as soon as they show him walking out and he was holding the item, I was like, ah, oh, really? Like I thought maybe they were gonna cut outside to Klein and those guys defending a, the area a little bit more or something, and they just it was it. Yeah, it yeah. was quite anticlimactic uh, at that point. But you know what? Right now is probably a good uh, good time to take a little bit of a break. Uh, this is White Wasabi, and we will be back in just a few minutes. <laughs> Sensei match, EJ5000, and the Grega Man. Uh, getting right back to uh, SAO episode 3. Um, <clears throat> now, we were, uh, were off mic uh, talking about a few things uh, that I want to get back to here. Uh, and, Greg, you brought up a, a great point. Uh, you want to you wanna revisit yeah, that? Yeah, there was uh, early in the episode, I can't remember, I think it's right before Kirito is asked by Kaida to go you know, see if he can find Sachi, but uh, him and Klein, again, have a chance meeting up on a random floor. Klein and his guild, or, uh, yeah, his guild are out just, I think, probably hunting wolves or doing something, and he notices Kirito, and they have this kind of awkward exchange, um, but he's like, you know, basically it's like, hey, man, you know, he, he realized he was in a guild, and kind of, I guess, I don't know if that, that hurt Klein at all or whatever, but uh, he seemed fine with it, and then they just kind of, alright, see you later, and they walk away, and then yeah, later on down the episode, you know, I know it's jumping ahead a bit, but they have another meetup when uh, all the the clan. What was the name of the clan again, or the guild he was in? The uh, Moonlit Black Cats. The so black, after Moonlit Black Cats. Yes. Yeah. So after all the Moonlit Black Cats yeah. are dead, you know, he hears this rumor that if he kills the uh, Renegade Saint Nicholas or Nicholas the Renegade, he can get an item that can bring somebody back from the dead, basically, and he wants to use it on Sachi. And he runs into Klein again, who is following him. And then they have this, you know, again, a weird exchange where Klein starts yelling at him for being a solo player and he wants him to just join their guild. And Kirito abruptly tells him to shut up. 
<laughs> he's just like, yeah. shut up. <laughs> right after he joined a guild. Right after he joined enough. a guild, everybody dies. They bump into each other again, and he's like, join my guild, and he just says, shut up. And this is like, you know, somebody who goes back to, obviously, episode one, where, you know, he trained him how to kill his first boar. Now, does... Yeah, and... The, is, is Klein... Go ahead. Now, because the, the, we assume that Klein is in a guild. And again, I'm yes. not an RPGer, but Absolutely. We, don't, we don't see those beacons. So... Uh, no, I, yeah, when they, when they talk, he does have... He has an icon next to his name as well. Okay. Cause I, and I, I feel I, like the show does a good job of coloring everybody, like, kind of to their their guilds as yeah. uh, the, the, the guilds get more serious. They're the more, like, burnt reds to the Klein group. Exactly. Like the, yeah, the autumn colors. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. That's pretty much there, yeah. Oh, how festive. How festive <laughs> of them. Yes, they're autumn in the midst of this wonderful uh, Christmas episode. Indeed. They missed the season. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Well, it, that that kind of leads us into the, you know, the next part with and this was one of the things that kind of struck me where we do have the time skips going on and Klein Klein follows him uh to the the now I don't know what would you call that Greg like a staging point uh uh it's more the, I mean kind of it's thing? more like a, a random area it's like a, a notorious monster okay. sometimes they're like you know 24 or one week spawn times and then when everybody knows they're going to be there, there's a huge camp and everybody tries to get it themselves kind of thing. That's that's the basis behind what he's doing there by himself. Right, right. So uh, Klein's group shows up and they want to go after uh, Nicholas with him. And uh, and he says no, uh, that it wouldn't make, you know, it wouldn't benefit him to have them there, uh, which is understandable. He has a specific goal in mind to bring Sachi back. Um and then this other gigantic guild shows up. Um, and Klein does a 180. He goes from, well, I want to be there. I want to help you where I want I want us to be a group and go after this guy to, no, Kirito, your objective is more important than ours. You go ahead and we'll fight to hold these guys back. Which, to me seems like there's something else going on in those time skips that make Kirito and Klein more friends than we realize. Mm. Yeah, I got yeah, I I can see that because I I I was completely confused by that too because he's like Klein was like, "Yeah, dude, we'll all fight." And then like, if you kill him, you get it, which I don't know why Kirito would be afraid of that because he's obviously a higher level, he knows what's up. And then why why not why why not have everybody go like how come those guilds are fighting each other well we don't and necessarily know that that he's a higher level than than klein you know they both technically started around the same time and he does have some you know cool looking armor which means he's got to have done you know he's had to have done something to get that that samurai sword and kind of like that nice you know samurai armor basically that he has it's kind of that's like that's what i get from it when i'm watching i guess from that game's perspective is like he's yeah. definitely on the rise along with kirito maybe not as quick but he's definitely not where like the the moonlit black hats were at. He's much higher than they are. Yeah. Well, and he he could also be thinking to himself. Uh, this was kind of what what struck me was, well, we don't know how powerful this uh, yeah. Nicholas the Renegade is going to be. I don't want you guys there. And he makes a couple of comments while he's walking towards the point where he he's going to face off with with Nicholas and he says if I die here I die alone and nobody will know 
and it's better that way. So he doesn't, I, you know, he must not want, he wants to protect Klein as well as, uh, you know, his guild, and he wants to get this, uh, uh, what was it called? The, um, uh, the, the prize that he dropped, yeah. the, um, uh, I can't remember what it's called. Anybody? Anybody? Santa Claus Bueller? Rejuvenator. Santa <laughs> <laughs> the renegade stone. That's what it says here on Wikipedia. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, renegade stone sounds a lot more accurate. <laughs> yeah. That sounds sweet. It's the best I could do, guys. Short notice. Oh, that's great. <laughs> Hold on, I'm sorry. I'm looking for it really quick just to see if I can find it. Yeah. But uh, keep going. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so then there's that tragic moment immediately afterwards after the battle he's like here you have it and again Kirito says nothing he's find it. chronic undersharer and he's like he just throws it at Klein and is like stands there until he reads it he could have just said like oh dude it only works on uh, 10 seconds after but instead he has this and this whole dramatic thing where oh oh man it only works for t- yeah use it on somebody that it's gonna die in front of you someday now this is a video game. This is not real life. These are high school kids because we find out in the scene in the very beginning that like they're making fun of, of Sachi and they're like, oh, it's okay that we're a bunch of guys who make fun of this stupid girl because she's a stupid girl because we're in high school, which I think is hilarious <laughs> that they're like, haha, she's a girl. We make fun of her. And then we, and then, and then he's just, Kirito is just so emotional into the game, which. I'm hoping we know he's an original beta tester, but I'm hoping that there's like another level here where there's some reason that he's being so dramatic. There's got to be he's got to be invested in the game a little bit more something. Otherwise, it's just like, dude, take it easy, you know. <laughs> I don't know. Take it. I, I don't. Hey, take it, take it easy, man. Hey, listen over here. Get it though. Get it though. Get it though. Get outside. Take a take jog. You'll feel better. All right, take buddy. Get it though. Take it easy. <laughs> I mean, if if you die here, you die IRL. That's the, take I it mean, easy, you know. <laughs> IRL, take it easy. Take it easy, all right. Hey, take, take it easy. <laughs> so I got, I got, but yeah, you're right, dude. He he's so emo about that. He just throws it to uh, to Klein and just keeps on. I guess walking. I mean doesn't say it's a just, word. I guess it's just kind of to build on the whole. I'm a solo player. Obviously, I don't need this because I'm never with anybody that I care about who's going to die, so you should have it. I think While his, which by, ne- by now we know is complete yeah, BS. He's always around it, people and they're always dying. His actions are the exact opposite of what his <laughs> not talking well, that's, is. But see, I feel like that's classic for, for animes, though. Am I wrong? Especially kind of, you know, even if they are on the questionably childlike side, it's like I'm going to do the wrong thing, but then I'm going to go ahead and all of a sudden do the right thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Are, are, are both you guys, true. just to, I mean, I, I think Match and I mentioned this earlier, are, are, is everybody listening to the American dubbed version, or English dubbed version, or are we? Yes, yes. Okay. Because that's another yes. thing, too, I was wondering, like, sometimes you read it and it makes a little bit more sense than whenever you hear it, because some of this stuff, you're just like, what, what, why are you so emotionless about this thing that we know, again, he shared a bed with Sachi, he's like... <laughs> He th- he th- and he thinks of her as a sister, as we've been told, because I guess he has a sister. Oh, baby, baby. <laughs> and so I, I, I'm going to lay it down by <laughs> the <yeah>. fire. <laughs> <laughs> so 
I was just really surprised. It's just really surprising over and over again where he he plays this. He I think he's playing the cool character, but he's really just a, a lovable mush like like we like we get to see, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Well, and the, you know what that brings up. Uh, you know the whole doing the wrong thing. Uh, it kind of brings up a, another point that uh, I don't know why it made me think of this, but the. Um, and EJ, you had mentioned this. Uh, how do you say his name? Kaida. Kaida, yeah. Kaida's demise. Oh. Um, oh yeah. You know, watching it, uh, they're standing there and they talk for a couple seconds. He calls him a be. He calls Kirito a beater, and is like, "Why were you even there with us? Why didn't you tell us?" Blah blah blah. And before Kirito really even has a chance to explain, the dude offs himself. I guess he. I, I was, guess he said everything I he was, needed to say. I mean, I don't. I don't really know. <laughs> yeah, I. And I mean, EJ brought up this at uh, this point. This is a kids show. I, I, it people, seemed people like just it. Just keep. Yeah, and I mean, people just keep getting offed, and now there's people killing themselves. Maybe this isn't a kid show. It's maybe you know maybe this is a much more, uh, what you call it, uh, mature audience that this is aimed at, or tweens at the very least. I I think that there might be a cultural thing going on too. <laughs> you said tween. <laughs> I, you know, like as Americans, because we're all Americans in this podcast room that we're in, and suicide's a no no. But as as I've we've certainly learned that Japanese culture is thinks about it differently and so i think that maybe maybe we're supposed to be respecting the gravity of the situation more because these characters have such a respect thing i don't think so much with sachi because i think she she was straight up like i can't take it you know i'd rather it's like this sucks i don't want to do this but but certainly with greg uh what was that guy's name again can you help me out one more time um kaida yeah Yeah, with kaida it seems like he was pushing the point of honor at Kirito almost where he's like, you dishonored all of us. And so that's, and it's what's still what I don't understand though. Like a, I don't understand why he kept his level hidden because normally you do that. If you don't want people who are a lower level than you to kind of bother you, if you want to just go about your business, you just, you keep yourself anonymous, but he clearly is with them and hanging out with them. So it's like, there's no disadvantage to telling him that you're, uh, you know, twice their level and you can help them because that's all he's doing is helping them. So could have eliminated the situation by just doing that. I mean, yeah. Well, the thing that surprised me too was this is a, a huge moment. There's so much gravity to this guy killing himself. That's that was like 20 seconds worth of the. Well, the I was going to say yeah. that this is like this is I think where they shoot themselves in the foot with how fast they move ahead with everything. They don't give themselves enough. Like now there there is no leeway for them to build anything out for that long. So it's like they couldn't have, you know, wait for the meeting of Kaida and Kirito. Who knows when that happened? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, they spend two and a half minutes of them drinking, celebrating exactly. in the bar, and then 15 seconds on a dude <laughs> killing himself. I was like, wait, what? Just toss himself off you the gotta bridge. You got to get your... There's, there's some priority issues here. Um, Throw him through the moon door. <laughs> we, <laughs> And if you want to talk about a misprioritization of time, 
Yeah, I couldn't even say that correctly, but I think we're all on the same. No, page. that was Just awesome. Actually, prioritization of time. Exactly. Right, try it. Let's let's. Okay, there was. I I don't know how you guys saw, it, but I saw it as a R two D two giving Luke Skywalker the video display message. That's uh, the whole thing I was thinking the entire time, whenever Sachi's uh, singing. Sing this Christmas song. Singing She's Rudolph like, the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Why do you think it's she, called that? Oh, man. She's like, yo, dude, I love you. I'm dead. I'm going to sing a song now. <laughs> Goodbye. I know. Oh, wait. I forgot I have time left. Like, did did he? Did she really not think that was going to make him... Did she think that was going to make him happy? Like, every... Listen, well, no. everybody, listeners, if you're going to die and you know you're going to die, don't record yourself singing a song if you want to make somebody happy because you're going to be making them cry. That's what you're going to do. That's what it made me do. I'm watching this dead, not even real dead girl <laughs> pull an R2-D2, and I'm crying. So I thought, and that was a long scene. Oh, no. Oh, that was a ridiculously, ridiculously long, long scene. scene. The teardrops oh coming down were really just overdone. They could have done that like three cuts before that. They could have had the teardrops. Like we we knew he was upset. We knew that. You could have it didn't need to be all of that. But the thing is, she she basically says to him, I was dead anyway. Yeah. Regardless of anything you did. Anything I was you did going to help to die. me. I, I was gonna die. I was a I was a dead person walking when you met me and there was nothing that was going to change that so don't blame yourself which is quite possibly one of the worst things you could say to somebody (laughs) who's already blaming themselves and if you're going to blame anybody blame those high school kids in the first scene who are like hey kirito we want sachi to go on the front lines she doesn't think she can handle (laughs) it but you know what we're gonna put her up there and she's like i can't handle it don't make fun of me and then she dies, you know? It's like, <laughs> what the heck, man? She had some bad chess Listen, club friends or whatever. They, they were, were an inexperienced guild. That's all. They didn't know the strategies. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm, I kind of want to get into some RPGs now, too, but I, you know, I don't want to be a Sachi. I'm scared. But see, that's the problem. You get so comfortable playing them that you know you learn by dying. You just run in there and be like, I'm going to Like, that's what me and Mike, that was like my brother. That's, that, that's what we do. We, we like to just, hey, can we kill that thing? I don't know. Let's go try. And then you run in, Leroy Jenkins, Jenkins, everything. And then when you (laughs) fail, you're just like, "Ah, oh, well. And you come back to life somewhere and then you go try to do it again or decide you have to get a higher level. So just for listeners who are not familiar with MMORPGs, Greg, can you can you give us a concise uh, breakdown of what a Leroy Jenkins is? (laughs) A Leroy Jenkins, uh, just an like, example of what it, what the act of Leroy Jenkins is. <laughs> yes. Um, so Leroy Jenkins is uh, so as we saw even or the history in the of second it. episode they put together a raid party where it's made up of several people or several groups of people, and it's a very coordinated attack. And uh, the history of the Leroy Jenkins was, uh, in world, as as everybody will know, is World of, World of Warcraft. Guys are preparing, they're talking strategy, they're. The leader is basically like, okay, this guy do this, this guy do this. And then all of a sudden, here comes Leroy Jenkins. Just blasts through the door, enters the fight without anybody knowing what's going on, and that pretty much ensured that they were going to die no matter what they tried to do. (laughs) Some of you may also, uh, if you watch Heroes Reborn, uh, (laughs) have seen Leroy (laughs) Jenkins! That was my first introduction to Leroy Jenkins, uh, and 
Gregor Man here. Uh, he, he sent me a video of the original, and I, I don't play these games, but even I was cracking. Most, I used to do something much like that in Halo. We would get guys to load up in the truck in multiplayer. We'd be like, come on, guys, get in on the headset. And then once they did, we would drive off the cliff and kill everybody. <laughs> Classic. All right, now I have, a, I right. have another movie illusion that I need to... Okay, so... Uh, Bill Murray movie with Scarlett Johansson. What's that movie? Come on, guys. Help me out here. Uh, I've just watched Lost in Translation. I was just watching Lost it. in Translation. Excellent. That's even good. It's fresh in your mind. Uh, this episode the first before I passed out. had a major Lost in Translation ep- uh, moment when Sachi's dying. She's going uh, down. And we see... You're either cursing me. For the listeners at home, what I just did was move my hands because you don't see what she says. All you see is her mouth moving, and it's not like two words. It's not like, I love you. It's like a sentence. She's like talking. What did she say? Do you know? I have no clue. But what oh, do you, but they, they – now, well, that's, that's – that's, for me, that's the thing that screws with my mind. What do I, I, go ahead, Matt. What about you? Well, see, I, I've been watching anime for so long that I actually read anime <laughs> lips. Um <laughs> Oh, and <laughs> or were you reading the English oh, dub or the Japanese dub? I don't know. It, it, it was actually the Japanese had to get it dub, which is the tough. That that's the really tough part. <laughs> um, no, what what I think she said was, "I would. I'm uh, I'm already dead, and now I'm gonna sing Rain- <laughs> <laughs> Rudolph the Red Nose Reindeer." I think that she's like, no, but she, what she said was, reindeer I think you're wrong. She said, I can't wait till you get that Christmas message where I sang Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. <laughs> and, yeah, and, and, and you're going to feel like such I'm, crap. I'm dying already. You have like four months before Christmas is here <laughs> and you have to deal with that for four months and then I'll sing you a song and everything will be okay. Uh, oh, but man. really though, here, here's the reason well, why it messes with you though is because... It lines up perfectly with her message, which means she said what she said while she was dying, knowing that her last words would be the last words on her message as well. So she was like waiting to die just so she can look at Kirito and say those words. And Did you then, dark side of the moon it? Did you try it? No, when you're watching it though, like he's he's listening to the message and then it cuts to her dying uh, as the message yeah. is, is uh, going away and she says, I love you. Goodbye. And that's it. Yeah. And it lines up with the message, the thing, and then it falls down. Yeah. And so that's like why it actually. So like she planned that out, everything to the point of when I die, I have to look at Kirito and say, "I love you, goodbye." Oh, she, she totally eyesened it. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, sorry, I didn't mean to bring up yet another <laughs> anime. Uh, uh, you know what? Let Let's just let that one go. So. <laughs> So okay, we're we're now at the end of the episode. She, you know, uh, Kirito listens to the message. Um, start with the uh, Gregorman. What do you think? Did did that message have an impact? Did do you think that that cushioned the blow after four months of agonizing? As much this? as we we ripped it apart, I think that's what keeps Kirito going is knowing that he can't blame himself. But I also think that's what keeps him playing as a solo player as well. Like that's kind of his his. Uh, hopefully his last lesson of getting too close. EJ, how do you feel about that? What are you thinking? Well, I think this is just more fuel for the (laughs) bullshit fire of him becoming emo Nemo. 
I think that he, I didn't mean Nemo, I meant the guy from the Matrix, Neo, Emo Neo. I think that it's definitely going to build the story going forward. <laughs> you guys like that? It's going to build yeah. the story going forward. That was fantastic. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's just making him more of a solo player whenever, I'm already not really understanding why, but also I think it's it's making him a more interesting character, of course. I'm, I'm, I'm being devil's advocate, of course. I, I, I like the show. I'm digging it. But... I think that uh, the message probably made it harder for him, and it's just it's just gonna push him further away. So whenever like Klein reaches out, or whenever there's more alliances in the future, he's gonna think extra hard now because he's just like you said, let so many people die. Yeah. Yeah, that that makes sense, and that was kind of my my takeaway too. That it really furthers him, uh, you know, isolating himself so that these kinds of things don't happen anymore. Um, but we're only three episodes in, so I, I can't so imagine fast. that this can't theme is going to yeah. yeah, three episodes in, the show has it just, just done so much already. It goes so... Because what is he? Like, at least the last time we see his level, he's 48? On the third episode? Yeah, it was... Yeah, After they went out so. killing for a little 40, bit? Like, right before 48. they... Or right... Either, it was either right before or right after everybody died. <laughs> oh, here I go. Here yeah, I go no, kill it again. <laughs> <laughs> Bunch of my friends died. Better go slaughter pigs. All right. <laughs> oh man! All right. Well, I think that brings us uh, brings us to the end of the episode uh, and the end of episode three of White Wasabi. Uh, Greg, uh, man, I want to say thank you. Thank for you being guys here. so much for having uh, me. Uh, of course, uh, EJ, you have to be here, so uh, I don't really have to thank. Glad you. to be here. Uh, <laughs> but uh thank you uh guys for joining us and uh we'll catch you next time on episode four of white wasabi mood.tv <laughs>